See the names have all changed since I've been around. But the game ain't the same since I left out. <laughs> Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You know you like that. Yeah. <laughs> We're back in our studio. <laughs> We are back. <laughs> hey guys, in case you're wondering, you're not in the wrong place. This is the Tech Point Africa podcast. Mm. We're just happy we're back in our studio. Yeah. We're happy. <laughs> happy. No more poor sound. I'm sure you guys noticed though this past week. We've been, we've been apologizing. Uh, but we're back in our studio. Yay. Even though it's temporary. <laughs> but at least we thought we should just give you a little bit of that studio feeling, you know. Yeah. It celebrates all the good times we've had together. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening all this way. My name is Muiwa. My name is Oluwani Femi. And I'm Emmanuel. So how are we doing? I always ask that. Oh, how yeah. has this been? It's Since, I mean, Lagos State, I said, no, the whole of, the federal government lifted yeah. the lockdown. Was it this week or last week? I've lost week. track of times. Oh, it was last week. Was last week. Yeah. Okay, yes. so this is the second week of it. Yeah. Yes. And... Uh, of course, there's still the curfew, 8 p.m. or whatever. Yeah, very weird. I don't traffic understand. Has been, <laughs> traffic has traffic been crazy <laughs> because everybody's now living earlier. Yeah. yeah, you know, to get home on time. Well, yeah. I mean, it's and the numbers keep increasing. Yeah. Although at, at a slower rate now. Yes, and the recovery rate too. Mm. Uh, the number of recovered um, patients mm-hmm. has increased too. What, the, what some people are asking is, is it that maybe they, because people had people can't fathom the fact that. More people are moving around now, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're saying the cases are reduced. Are they are they testing less people now than they were testing before? Or what? Or maybe they've not started <laughs> testing the people that are that moving, moving around. Yeah, they've not started because like, they've not started having any symptoms. No. Oh yeah, yes, no, no. <laughs> because of the incubation period. Oh. So let's go. Let's let's two weeks. Go. Yes. Yeah, the next two next two week we'll yeah, still we'll start seeing the numbers. numbers. Yeah. <laughs> oh but boy. What's pain, what is really really painful now is the amount that we pay for transport i need to pay for transport everything yeah. is that doubling. one has been doubling. in fact yeah. it's ah, no. and, because of the spacing not, and whatever yeah, spacing. Yeah, some of them um follow the spacing some don't. some don't and they still charge double the yes. amount yes. that is that is crazy that's crazy and so we, it's 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 just i mean all over the world i, I think in germany now they are kind of like isn't it with isn't mm. of the lockdown they are even about to reopen their football league Yes. Did you guys see that Twitter trade? Yeah, where yeah. Like, Shackle for, oh my God. <laughs> where Premiership play, um, fans should, English Premiership fans should follow the 20 reasons why they should follow the... Yeah, for all the 20 teams. The league, for all the 20 teams. That was, uh, that was, that was very smooth. Everybody, <laughs> most countries are getting back to their lives now. Yeah. Wow. Dubai too is like uh, supposedly free, um, oh, coronavirus free. Yeah. Uh, Madagascar, Madagascar also. Madagascar with their weird... Cure, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, um, uh, the Federal Ministry of Nigeria has taken a sample, has taken oh, delivery of a sample. Cure. Yeah, they're going to no, the sample, they're going to analyze it. Yeah, oh. so we have a lab. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, we do. <laughs> Where do you think the test will be happening? <laughs> Where do you think the test will be happening? Wow. Yes, we have a lab, of course. <laughs> oh, hopefully, labs, not just a lab. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, there are state labs and all of that. And they're, of course, private labs too and all of that. Okay. Oh, I, I hope that works for Nigeria. Yeah, I mean, it seems like right now it's like the government is a bit. Uh, I mean, if it was like in the US where we know it's election year in November, this is election year in the US. They were like, oh, maybe they are trying to play politics. But I mean, they've been. Nigerian government has been 
And that doesn't mean the fact you. that they've not been really um, open to us. Well, yeah, transparency. Yeah, transparency. Yeah, yeah we very poor. That. that. I, we, I, I was in the bus earlier today, and the driver was talking about how there's no coronavirus case in Nigeria. Like, all what he was saying was filled with distrust for the government. We, this, we don't trust our governments, actually. We don't, we and don't. I can't blame anybody. Yeah, yes. another one was saying that I'm just using this to make money. Like, it's, it's and in, I would put it away. I would like with the history and uh, precedence. Yeah. Precedence, like I, I, that's, it doesn't sound far fetched. Really, mm. it doesn't. doesn't sound far fetched. And 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 when when things start getting better, we feel this is too unreal for Nigeria. Nah, <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I think the major thing is everywhere around the world, everybody's like, okay, this virus is going to be around for a while. Yes. Let's, let's just let's, get on with our lives, start man. Moving about. Huh? Yeah. Uh, let's just start moving around. Uh, and uh, I felt a kind of apprehension when it was going to be relaxed last week. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, how will I go ahead with my life? But I think one week gone now, I think I'm yeah, getting back to shape. It. <laughs> yes. I mean, once once schools and churches and other gatherings open, maybe we'll know that. Yeah. That will take a while. That one will take a while, sure. I think for a while we'll still not have any of those. But I mean, like I said, government it seems to be doing well and not just uh, that area. There's good news mm. for people from Ikiti State. <laughs> that was announced yesterday. Yes. Uh, so, um, the, Dego, Abhi, the Ikiti State government, they've gone ahead to implement federal government's order on um, how much um, telcos and ISPs, that is internet service providers, have to pay for um, a meter of Cable that, that's cable. That, yes. that those cables that they dig that they dig yeah. that so, people are thinking is 5g <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those are they dig so they have to pay per meter for every cable they um mm. lay now it has been reduced from 4500 naira, which is like roughly 11 dollars per to, meter yeah. yes per meter to 145 naira which is the standard rate, right? Yes, standard rate. Okay, of course, it's, 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 it looks like a very steep reduction, but that's the way it has, it has been expected to be since the federal government um, ordered it. And that, some, was, that was from the old broadband plan, if yeah, I'm not yeah, mistaken, yeah. the yes. 2013 to yeah, 2018 so, national broadband yeah, plan. That was when that was suggested. Yes, yeah. but uh, there, there was another, the telcos raised it again earlier in this year, in January, that some states are not following the um, order. They've never... So yes. all, a lot of the a lot of the state governments they don't see the the big picture. Mm. So they're like, oh, if you are going to if this they see these providers like money machines, yes. right? And they it's say, okay, business. if you guys are going to come and dig cable in our states, you have to pay. They don't see the but, bigger picture. Yeah, of they don't see that. Okay, if you can enable an a an, a, a solid internet market here, broadband businesses are going to thrive. They are going to pay exactly, this, uh, and. They're going to pay these telcos for that's the internet service and the, the taxes that will mm-hmm. come from that eventually. Yes, that's what actually um, is in the view of this of the state governor mm. government. Like, if we allow this to happen, more businesses to come, especially innovative businesses. Yeah. If you remember, I think la- um, last tech point store to Akure. Yeah. Yes. So we were able to discover some. Um, that like was two a, years ago. Yeah. yeah two yeah. years ago, like a year later, that some of these innovations are actually migrating to other states yeah like they're moving lagos to ibadan and lagos of yeah. internet penetration internet connectivity mm. so this if, if if the government sees a like the bigger picture of who is going to be 
um, benefit, who it will benefit, and how it will also benefit the state. Most states will actually keen to this and reduce mm-hmm. because mo- a lot of places will be reached. Mm-hmm. Yes, because some of the founders I spoke with where, when I was writing that article of internet connectivity in Akure said they, they tried a lot of places, a lot of areas mm-hmm. that are, that can be CBDs in the state. Central business yes, yes, but there's no internet connectivity uh, there. And don't forget one thing. Another thing is, um, for many of these telcos, they are businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the reason why a Lagos state, for example, or many places in Lagos, many areas in Lagos will have broadband, mm-hmm. it makes economic sense for these yeah. telcos. There are businesses around there. Yeah, so if they bring their, if they dig their cables, they, they know that there will be customers for them mm-hmm. to, you know, pay. But, and so they don't mind the cost. Don't forget that in, in, in a lot of these places that they've dug cables in Lagos, mm-hmm. they had to pay the yeah. very high yeah. right of way fees. Yes. But they didn't mind it because they knew they would make their return on investment. Mm-hmm. Only a few places like uh, Yaba, CCOB, yeah. um, Sabo, where CCOB yes. with the Lagos State Government, when Fashola was the governor, that was mm-hmm. 2014 14. or 13. So they, 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 they collaborated with Lagos States and they want to waive right of which charges along that stretch that's sabo yaba Mm -hmm. that's that whole uh couple of i think about 11 kilometers right and that's why main was a bit and that's how that place became a sort of hope although now things have changed a lot of startups are moving even tech point moved away from there but that was if but a few other places where you see all these providers digging in lagos it's because they don't mind the cost because Mm -hmm. they can make their money back but in a place like ekiti where you need to there needs to be incentives for yes, to attract. Yeah. They don't see the point of that. So this is a good. This is good news. Yeah. Yes, it is. Government reducing the that's about ninety six six percent reduction. Reduction in yes. right of way charges. It should be free anyway. To be honest, mm. it should be free. They should make their returns back in taxes. I mean, look at what Ogun State did yeah. two years Great. ago. Right um, Ogun State with with two hundred and fifty mm. kilometers. That's a lot of <laughs> fiber for main one, but it was just for just one telco. That was that was probably on the part of main one. Yeah. Um, discussing with the government, it was not like a all telcos, but mm-hmm. I mean that's a big deal. And in return, they give uh, thirty years of free internet wow. to the Ogun State government secretariat. Yeah, so I mean, it's I would like to see other states follow yeah. through. So looking at the bigger picture now, uh, Nigeria has a broadband plan from the twenty thirteen plan, which they end, that ended in twenty eighteen. They have a yeah. new broadband plan for twenty twenty. Are targeting we didn't so even finish implementing the last we one didn't already. Finish. <laughs> 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 so it appears this new program plan will still face the same issues as uh, the previous one. Mm. So the right of way charges that AKT just uh, dropped now for just one state, yeah, uh, Ogun State, just for me one. So what about the 34 other states? Mm-hmm. How are we going to achieve seventy percent broadband penetration by twenty twenty five? These states don't follow that directive to <laughs> to, <laughs> to either waive right of way charges or, or reduce it reduce like EKT has done. Ah, no, 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 no. And it's just it's just funny. Like I don't I think I don't understand what the federal government is doing to actually make this state government corporate. Is there uh, what kind of bureaucracy that can be uh, Yeah, invented? it's political will. I, I guess maybe the I, I, to be honest, I, I don't know. I mean, we, we did a couple of stories. We could link to those in the episode notes about why it's so difficult. Mm. Um, we've written extensively about it. We had uh, sometimes one of the issues is bureaucracy. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, the state governments not wanting to uh, uh, follow, follow the directive of the federal, federal governments government. and all of that. They don't know what they are going through. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, there are a few other issues. Who, uh, there, I, I, I'm trying to re- refresh my memory now. Hmm. I, ca- I can check. Let me check. The I know we did a lot of stories about that, and mm-hmm. there are so many issues, like you, like you said. Hmm. I, uh, there was time we spoke with uh, Ben Gasheson, one of the stakeholders who drafted the original broadband plan. So he, he has insight at, into how it's supposed to work and why it didn't work. And he told us a lot of things that we just realized how, how difficult it is, how really difficult it is. And so Began I mean, remember, I remember he listed a couple of things like policies and regulations, regulations, lack of accountability, right of which charges, like you yeah, already yeah. pointed out, which is a serious issue. Um, and there are a few other things. There's um, licensing also. You know, um, the infraco. So there's there's what they call the infraco. That's infrastructure company. So yeah. you know, when when a, a main one, for example, says uh, they have cables landing at the coast in uh, at, at the Atlantic Lagos, Ocean, yeah. right? And it's easy for them to sp- spread it into Lagos. But how about other states? So do they have to start building infrastructure infrastructure for a Bauchi or a Borno? Mm. Why can't telcos share this infrastructure? Uh, it's, uh, that's yeah. what the infraco was supposed to be about. Instead so, of each telco or each ISP trying to taking care of their own infrastructure, exactly they should be sharing sharing that infrastructure. Nice. So that was that was what infraco was supposed to uh, address, Bob. It was never really implemented. I mean, or, some telcos already do share infrastructure, but this mm-hmm. is, we're talking about nationwide spread. Yeah, mm-hmm. to take broadband to achieve that seventy percent we're talking about. No, it's I, going to take I, a lot. I, I don't get maybe. Maybe um, we are yet to see the broader picture of this. Like it's not really about government; mm-hmm. it's about people and and the um, improvement it can it can bring to a location. We we don't just sit sit and just say by this year, so 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 year, it wants to reach this percentage of penetration without doing it, doing anything about it. Exactly. I, I exactly. don't get the idea behind it. it. Is it because? <laughs> Is in the SDG or because a country is doing it? I just don't understand because yeah. you can't just say put a target and not do anything concerning it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I remember uh, a speaker at a high chess conference I attended last year. I don't know. I've not been able to verify it, but it's not unlikely. He said it costs. It's cheaper to actually get a cable from France or Portugal, wherever they get the cable from in Europe, yeah. to Lagos, than to actually get it from Lagos to. Say on another somewhere in the north, yeah. In the north, so yeah. wow, yes, it's much much cheaper to actually cross the ocean than to enter than to enter Nigeria. within last mile to do last mile delivery, yeah. Oh, wow. And it's because of these issues we're seeing, right of way, uh, infraco, uh, all of that. Anyway, I mean, it's a good step by the state government. Yes. Uh, they didn't pay us to say this, but I think Ogun State did what it did. Now, the state, Lagos State started with that small thing they did for. Yep. The Yaba, what do you call, call the Yabakon Valley? Yaba <laughs> <laughs> and then Ogun State followed, and now Ekiti has followed. All in the southwest. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, <laughs> uh, still, still talking about governments. Uh, Uganda is doing something interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so when I saw this story, I was actually surprised. They are bringing commercial motorcycles under e hailing companies like Save Border. Save Border is like uh, the OP of Uganda. So. Ope Gukada of Uganda rather. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Save Border Uber. I think Uber has a, a, a commercial motorcycle service. Boat yeah. has a commercial yeah, motorcycle service in Uganda. Uber Boda, I think. Yeah, I think Uber, it's Boda. Uber Boda. 
So the three of them will now be incorporating commercial motorcycles and even taxis under yearly companies in Uganda. Oh, so like, are they saying, is the, is the Uganda government forcing these yearly companies to take these commercial <laughs> motorcycles really under their umbrella? <laughs> no, it's okay. It, it sounds that way, in a way. But actually, they are saying these guys should get registered. The border border guys, the commercial motorcycle riders. So, and they're saying if they want to be registered, they should register under these digital companies. Oh, is that not the same? That's that's the same. When when Lagos State banned um, commercial motorcycles, yeah. Okada and Kikes, was it one of the ways people were refuting the ban or how the ban didn't make sense? Yeah. Was, that, yeah. was that these guys they are banning? Like, okay, if you are banning the Okadas, mm. why are you banning the Gokadas, the O-Rides? Yeah. And that, the, that what's the other one? Yeah. They already have like some ways that they verify yeah. their riders. They already have systems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why are you banning? Why are you doing a blanket ban? Why not just put this Okada guys under these under people? These guys. Exactly. That's what Uganda is doing now. Yes, that so when I saw that, the that's basically news, I was like, wow. Seriously, because in a way, those um, tech companies... They will be grateful. They will be willing to pay tax. These taxes you are forcing, like Nigerian government, Lagos, Lagos State government is forcing on these tech companies. Mm-hmm. Those people, they don't have to be forced. Yeah. Because in a way, it, I, I can't really point um, the figures of border borders in the state now. If now spread it across those tech companies, they don't need to... Yeah, it's to about 200,000. Imagine. So your, your, your profit, is, your revenue is coming in. Mm-hmm. In a way, so you, you can't be forced to say pay tax, pay, pay taxes. tax before yeah. you pay it. And for the fact that the government is involved, mm-hmm. there is no how those people will not comply. Yeah. Whether they revolt against it or not, they will still comply. Yeah. So, uh, uh, like, it's just contrasting to the step Lagos State government took. Totally I, I, I know what is most annoying now. The fact that, okay, with the whole isolation, uh, whatever, social, distance. social distancing that is going on now. They say we can move around, but it's coffee of 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Those bikes would have been the best you. way. The best. I tell you, it's crossed my mind. Because in, sitting in those buses that are cramped, even with the spacing, it's still not. There, there's, not there's not enough distance. Have, but with a bike, you're on your own. Yes. Just the person, the rider. And you wear your mask. What is even worse for those buses? You start rushing for the bus. That's what you do at the bus stop. Just uh-huh. for, because there are few spaces left now, just three mm-hmm. persons or two persons in the bus, mm-hmm. or keke, just two persons. Mm-hmm. So one keke comes for the five minutes. Takes only two people. Takes only two people. <laughs> so any keke that comes is always fights. <laughs> so those bikes would have been perfect right now. Perfect. And like, they're banned. Seriously. Yes, no, they're very so so is this is, is Uganda government? The, to radio, or is no, they are not. It's still a proposal, and I don't think for now it do, it doesn't seem like the existing traditional guys they have their own association. You know the way we have our NURTW. Yeah, yeah. doesn't seem like they bite into the idea so much. So mm-hmm. the space is very very unregulated, and it seems okay. These companies have these uh, they have due diligence on each driver. Mm. They know okay. This is the profile of the driver and. This is what he's capable of. This is where he's from. He has his driver's license and all has all his documents. But for all those commercial motorcycles, they could come from anywhere and start riding. Uh, yeah. 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 So, but <laughs> if they're trying to yes. tackle security issues, if they're trying to tackle uh, track accident rates, mm-hmm. they can do it better with these diesel companies. With these guys, yeah. But on the other side, you are looking at it. Okay, how many of them actually are actually literate enough to use the apps? That uh, uh, well, I, 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 this was something I noticed when. Um, when they got state uh, during a co-cab saga, yeah, those drivers said they, most of them use Android phones. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most so of it is very easy. I think it's very easy for them to transition it to using just an app. I don't think it should be very hard for them. Some of them mentioned that if they can be enlightened on how to do it, they will. So the internet using I don't think it's hard because even OP, I think OP gives his riders um I don't know how to pronounce it. Who are we? Yes. when they onboard them. So it's a way of just getting people to transition quickly into mm. that. I don't think it's something to really worry about. Yeah, yeah, but uh, the mayor of uh, Uganda, not Uganda, what the capital of Uganda? Kampala, uh, Kampala. Kampala, yes. Kampala. Sorry, Kampala. So the mayor of Kampala was actually saying that. Oh, they okay, use mayoral, the mayoral system. The Lord system. Mayor of <laughs> Kampala. <laughs> So he was saying, okay, the federal government of Uganda did not uh, consult them before bringing this proposal into play. Oh. And, he's say- <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying this proposal might actually affect the revenue of these guys. That you want to want to uh, remove border borders from the streets or you want to remove taxi operators from the streets. They have their own associations. You need to come and consult them. And I don't know how Uganda's terrain is, though, but if you are... Bringing it here, Man. Nigeria, coming to negotiate with our and traditional. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, well. So, but it's it's nice. It's nice on its way, but it doesn't seem like something that will be implemented seamlessly. There's going to definitely yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, but actually, they put a like a date is put on it. Like for the two days after lockdown has been lifted. Mm. Is when they are going to yes. implement yeah, that. Yeah. For the two days is used for them to quickly on board wherever you want to join wherever you want to join do that and register so, with anybody but even for this even for the e-healing platforms it's going to be a lot of stress yeah training all those guys yes. uh having more people on board than maybe you were willing to manage mm. it's it's good so it's not going to be seamless like you say i, yes. I doubt it's oh, going to be seamless maybe now more, that i think of it <laughs> maybe more we come up more yeah. of the more already linked companies uh, yeah or yeah, maybe yeah to take up the the yes, yes. the rest of the, the the ones that the current ones cannot handle in a way new market is being disrupted like, yeah like, i mean they only they only to get bike uh, acquire bikes and all of that no no no, 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 no. just bring yeah. them on on board hmm. but normally this uh riding link companies they have safety requirements for their bike like most of these commercial yeah. bikes they are say 125 engine capacity but they mostly the right healing guys they like to use like 200 over 200 yeah and above so i don't know how that will work because those bikes they look like something if you are riding on high speed you like, look like you might fly off <laughs> sometimes <laughs> or breeze just <laughs> a truck just passes and just blisses <laughs> off the road <laughs> so uh, i think now since it's it's those um it's the unions that are complaining since they are daily and not complaining i think they are they are ready for it they will they will find a way to accommodate them or yeah. or maybe get new bikes if they use customized bikes normally. Mm-hmm. And like you said, some new startups may will yeah, come up to take up the challenge since there will be so many bikes. And that just reminds me of uh, um, funding. They are going to need funding. Mm. And the Nova Star Ventures, the Pan Africa is a Pan African venture capital. I mean, just this week announced um raising a hundred and eight million dollars wow please, please second round wait, uh, why? they are going to use to invest in west <laughs> this, african and east african startups as in the way these figures fly around recently <laughs> during this lockdown yeah like, uh, a lot of these things have been happening before yes the yes. conversations have been going on before even with that it's kind of bringing up like yeah we're not really broke <laughs> there is money somewhere but in the, this is this is good news and this of course news. they they addressed eight mil, 80 million before Mm-hmm. It's no about 80 million and 92 million, so they now have like 200 million 
dollars capital mm. that they, they, are, they can use to invest in West African and East African startups. So some of these guys in Uganda that rise up will benefit from that. But that's 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 some money. I mean, if you if you if you distribute that over so, ten startups, that's ten million, twenty million per start per startup. Yes, hmm. yes. Twenty startups will be ten million, ten million per startup, ten million dollars. It's it's, it's nice. nice. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this uh, brings a question to mind, like. The difference between venture capital uh, platforms and angel investors, we all hear these uh, terms in the startup ecosystem and what do they actually mean? So, I mean, uh, they're almost the same thing, just that an angel investor is an individual. Mm. So, someone who has a lot of money and feels, um, rather than putting it in my bank account or buying real estate, Mm. I want to put it in startups. So, maybe I just left this high-paying job, they gave me a severance package. They give me like ten million dollars, and I have one million dollars to spare. I'm like, okay, let me just put hundred thousand in ten startups. Let's see how it comes out. You know, so an angel investor is an individual. He's taking all the risk yeah. on mm. his or herself. The startup is profitable yeah. or not? And they wow. usually come in the early stage. Then the venture capitalist or a venture capital fund, a VC, yeah. Yeah. is an institution. So usually, they, what they do is. They raise money from other sources, okay. invest it. So, for example, okay, for a, a good example is a ventures platform in in, in Nigeria mm-hmm. or a micro traction. Mm-hmm. They they do early stage investment. What they usually do, what they actually do is they raise money from. So, micro traction and ventures platform, micro traction especially, yeah. is affiliated with Y Combinator. Okay. So you notice that a lot of startups that Y Combinator and Y Micro Traction investing ends up in Y Combinator. Mm-hmm. So they like raise money from foreign sources like maybe Silicon Valley based sources mm-hmm. who they now invest okay. and I, I, I don't know enough to know what the arrangement is but they will kind of be like the interest there's some way that it is yeah. shared or whatever mm-hmm. you get so yeah for for Nova Star raising money yeah. you, you know that VC pass VC they're raising from some way sometimes mm-hmm. they're raising from a, a fund maybe a bank as a mm-hmm. fund or maybe okay. say for example Dangote yeah and then yeah so because these guys have expertise they mm-hmm. understand how startups are they yes. give them the phone and you guys you guys help it's us invest it uh, hey, something like that wow uh, I, think, I think i think that answers it yeah that yeah. answers my question because i was wondering who, if yeah. uh, startups are raising money then and if i'm wrong uh, i want yeah. to hear anybody anybody can correct me if i'm wrong anybody is listening please <laughs> <laughs> want to hear corrections yes. <laughs> anyway so I mean, st- we are still talking about African startups, and we- it's good news for African startups. Yeah, it is, it West is. African and East African. That's their focus. West African, East Africa. That's mm-hmm. Nova Star Ventures. They have two hundred million dollars mm-hmm. to invest. Don't forget, they've already invested in um, startups like M Pharma, mm-hmm. um, Max, and the uh, Max Metro Africa Express, the Lagos based. What what do they do again? <laughs> yeah, the logistics mobility yeah, and logistics yes, startup yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. Pharma, the health startup mm-hmm. so yeah we'll be seeing we expecting to see a couple more investments coming soon mm-hmm. uh, then, uh, Jumia so Jumia released their yeah. Q1 report Q1 report yesterday right yeah they released it and what can you tell us quickly about that okay so uh, Jumia uh, surprisingly uh, they, they had reduced losses surprisingly and encouragingly their losses reduced for Q1 mm. 2020 uh, it's the lowest they've had, I think by 10%, the lowest they've had in the last six quarters. The losses reduced by 10%? Yes. 
the lowest okay. they've had in the last six quarters. This, this is after they removed the fulfillment expense and all that. So the, this probably has to do with all the uh, assets they dropped. Yeah, they yeah. shut down in Tanzania, Cameroon, a few other places that they shut down. Yeah. The e-commerce arm. And was, they've been slimming down to focus on their key markets. And I think they also reduced a lot of promotional activities. So okay. they're focusing a lot on business. And yeah, of course, a lot of people are, it seems more people are joining e-commerce platforms, uh, purchasing items, mostly groceries. And during this period. During yeah. this mm-hmm. period. And the effects of the lockdown was not too much, uh, did not reflect too much on I Q1. mean, the lockdown only started in March. Yeah, anyway, it was the so. end of March. So, but even then, as the lockdown was approaching, as yeah. people's uh, mind were preparing for the lockdown, because everybody suspected it, but it seems sales of essential so, items. So even the shutting down yeah. of their warehouse in Lagos did not affect? No, it didn't. No, it, it didn't, didn't take much. long before it was reopened. It was reopened the next day. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, and then of course, I'm sure Jumia paid. You know the way they are pivoting to their trends, gradually becoming a fintech. Yeah, seventy-one <laughs> percent increase in usage. But you know that Jumia pay thing is very uh, is, is suspicious. So I don't know. I'm not sure how many people really use Jumia pay to pay. A lot of Nigerians. I, I'm talking. I don't know about other markets where they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know that in Nigeria, a lot of people still pay on delivery. Yeah. Yes. Or use card pay. Yeah. So. How are they cal- because don't forget sometimes if you even Jumia you order something and there's a refund, yeah, mm-hmm. they usually refund you via Jumia Pay. Do they count that as a transaction? Yes, they do. They do, yeah, they count that. Yeah, so that, that will inflate the numbers. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers are so, inflated. Numbers are inflated. So, so I was discussing with a developer, it seems they actually use methods like this to actually put users on the platform with or without their knowledge. Without their knowledge. So, so, so people are Jumia Pay users without knowing that they're Jumia Pay yeah, users. Most, most likely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you, know, you know, Jumia has been doing this thing where, I mean, it's 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 wise, it's what you should do if you, they control the narrative a lot. Yeah. So before, when they know that they are releasing their reports, they preempt the media. Mm. They come up with, oh, yes, uh, this happened, but this is the positive. They come <laughs> so before you even find out the negative, they say, oh, this was some negative. But, oh, yes, this but, but you don't forget about Forget about that. Look at the positive. <laughs> so anyway, you are going to do a deep dive into all of yeah, that yeah. later, right? So yeah. guys, you guys can check it out. We'll, we'll publish it on the site. You look deeper into all of that. Let's not dwell on it too much. Okay. Uh, and then still talking about fintech, Jumia, people yeah. turn into fintech. Uh, Fintech, is a, fintech fraud is a serious issue, yeah, very serious big issue, issue in, in Africa. Very, very big. Many startups don't talk about that thing. And we've tried to talk about it a couple of times, but you know, if you don't have enough leads, it's very hard to. But there's a lot of fintech fraud yeah. going on. People are losing money. And there's someone is saying they have a solution now. Yeah. The problem. Um, his name is uh, Abdul Abdulhamid Hassan, yes. Sorry, yeah. He's Abdul Hamid Hassan. He was co founder of Oyape. Now defunct Oyape. Oh, the, the same, yeah. yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he was also in Paystack, so he's yeah. founded. Oh, his that own, is new, his new startup, yeah, right? Voyance. Uh, Voyance. Yeah, so yeah. I think we announced when yeah, he, when he launched. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, they are developing a product. It's like a graph database that uh, fintech companies can contribute. They flag because all these fintech companies, of course, they have their own fraud detection detection teams mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we flag an identifier. Maybe this fraudster uses a BVN, uses a phone number. Most of the time, these fraudsters, according to what I found, that they don't change. They will just attack uh, company A and go to another company and attack that one with the same user That's information. It. So mm-hmm. because 
uh, company A and company B don't have shared information between themselves. Oh. This one can attack this and attack this and they won't know anything. So, oh, okay. so with this platform, company A and company B can contribute. Oh, this guy has attacked us. This guy has attacked us. So a different company entirely can also use that API. They can plug into that API and see if this person is actually has actually been flagged by a different fintech company before. As so a fraudulent. Yeah. So it's actually nice. And of course, it could also be used by loan companies because people are serial borrowers. Yes. <laughs> and defaulters. <laughs> and defaulters. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll borrow from Carbon, borrow from Branch, borrow from Sokolon, Okash. So, mm. but with this uh, platform, this fintech, these lending guys can actually upload information of chronic defaulters. Mm. So any other fintech that wants to check the background information, you can plug into the platform so and see what's something on. like a blacklist. Yeah, a blacklist. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yes, yeah. That's there's already cool. there's some other blacklist solutions someone is building, right? Yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about it yet. So. Mm. But that, that's that's. But then is this is this being created in a vacuum? Because I imagine the regulatory body, CBM, has to have something to say about this. Yeah, yeah. Or what are banks Regulation shares innovation in this country. Okay, so this <laughs> so is like... You, you, you create first, then you... Yeah, yeah, they so come on. They, they come on. Yeah, So, like, Abdul was saying, it was like, okay, regulation, regulators don't have anything to do with this. Yeah, it's just me. like... <laughs> like an alliance between fintech companies. So, the likes of Flutterwave, Kudi, I think they've made interesting comments. Paystack, is Paystack there? Uh, I've not seen Paystack. They okay. said, okay, they don't want to announce the companies that are uh, contributing. All of them are struggling with this issue. Yeah. Yes, and there were rumors that um, a lot of them were using their VC funding, mm. money they raised to, to pay back some of these monies yeah. they, they lost through fraud. Wow. Yeah, and because if... I'm a, I'm a merchant. I'm using Paystack to collect or flutter waves. Let's mm-hmm. let nobody else. I'm singling out, singling out anybody to collect money on my platform. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the person that paid was a fraud. Mm-hmm. And did you, uh, I, I don't want to hear anything you. from. I don't want to hear from Paystack or flutter wave that my money pay me my money. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's a serious issue for a lot of them. So wow. if this solution can really solve that problem, help yeah. them to flag and identify uh, um, fraud, fraudulent. Well, uh, well, I don't know. Why I'm trying to understand why they would have they kept quiet for this long. Is it that to keep their image? Yeah, yeah mostly I mean, image. Yeah. You can't control the PR from the fallout of that wow. if if it comes out. You can't. You just can't. Yeah. If one of them announces, and oh. investors too will pull out. And yeah. Oh. Although I'm sure even investors are away, so they always maybe show. Empathy yeah. Or something. Show so, no. They show them how they are like. What are the like you said, they all, a lot of them always have their own like um, yeah. fraud, fraud detection, detection team, yeah. but they can't be operating in a silo. They need to talk to each other. Yeah. Yes, so yeah. that's what Voyance is trying to solve. Yes, right? Yeah, yeah. But, so, but my discussion with another fintech expert here has also been, uh, shall I say, a recipient of the activities of these fraudsters. Mm. He has experienced it a lot. And he's like, doing, just, doing this within the fintech community is actually nice, but the banks are usually involved in this too. Because mm. once, so this is a scenario. Customer information gets stolen by a fraudster. The fraudster uses his ATM card to buy stuff online. The customer mm. goes to report to the bank. Mm. Bank says, "Ah, sorry, oh, sorry. No, we apologize for the inconveniences. They will refund the money." Bank looks for the merchant. The merchant that merchant uh. said, "Ah, I've, coll- I've collected money now. I've, mm. I've, given, I've the given him the person the product. The product yeah. So 
the bank to mitigate their own losses, they will now look for a payment switch that is responsible and push the responsibility to them. So, Mastercard, Visa, the big guys, they can actually handle this sometimes when it happens. But for our uh, local fitting companies, the pay stacks, the flutter waves, it's not not going to be very very convenient for them. Mm. So, the banks actually need to be in this database too because yeah. they have the data of thousands uh, of, of people. So it required the CBN to put his will, his uh, political will behind this to get the banks to join. If not, yeah. I don't think the banks banks would. Yeah, but I even discovered that there's an anti-fraud uh, platform that the CBN and NIBS created a few years back. I think. Oh, okay. That the NIBS is like a, a conglomerate con- con- of, of all the banks. All the banks, yeah. yeah. So, but it seems they are not even reporting these fraud cases on, on that platform. So it's supposed to be a real-time fraud detection platform mm. that mm. the banks will be using to report these incidents, but they don't report that. There's a lot. And I think it's very important for, um, um, what's the startup, Voyance? Voyance, yes. Yeah. To, and all the startups that are on board with this to find a way to go together and, you know, talk to regulators, mm. engage them in conversation and... See, well, this is what we've produced. You guys should. Uh, it is it's really. It's very it, important. It, it's, it's important. It's important. Having a da- database of that in a way would curb those people, the mm. forgers and the fraudsters, mm-hmm. from doing because they know that they are not really covered. Yeah. Or in a way, get more creative. <laughs> Now, in, in my opinion, they will get more creative, <laughs> even if this creative. comes to stop them for some time. <laughs> they, they will develop more with that. Yeah, they always will. They always mm-hmm. will. That, yes. that, one is, that one is a given. Of course, but it will reduce it in yeah. a way. And it, it, it's like a shared responsibility now. It's not just one person. Mm-hmm. To be nice. There's really strength in numbers. Yeah. There's strength in numbers. All right, this has been fun. Um... I'm so I'm so happy that we're back in our studio. So mm. happy. And, but I'm also sad <laughs> <laughs> that next week we will not be in our studio. <laughs> but I'm um, seriously, guys, you guys listening, we'd, we'd really like to hear from you. Um, want to know what you think about everything we've talked about today. Uh, Ekiti State Government. If you're from Ekiti State, shout out to us. We'll be moving to Ekiti State <laughs> soon. Yeah. Of course, we're going to have to engage. Um, Emmanuel, we have to engage a lot of these telcos and talk to them I think that would be an interesting story idea mm. for people to watch out what mm-hmm. do they think about this Ekiti thing would they mm. be willing to I, I, somehow I wish it was Ibadan to be honest I'm mm. not, no no offense to Ekiti no people sentiment. but yeah. you know Ibadan is closer to Lagos yes. I wish it was Ibadan so but, uh, natural you never spill. know you never know and well accurate to is far a, a bit far from yeah. Lagos but closer to Ekiti so it's not just about the proximity to Lagos state I mean, proximity wouldn't have been a problem if there was like a functional railway system anyway. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, true. So, yes, yes. Anyway, that would But yeah, I mean, I would like to see what mm. you know, ISPs think of that. The main ones, the fiber ones, the, all of them. And then guys, um, what Uganda is, what they're doing, what the Ugandan government is doing, getting um, commercial motorcycles yeah. to onboard on with ELA platforms. Something that Lagos, we feel Lagos should have done. What do you guys think about that? What do you think about Jumia and their numbers and their fintech pivots? What do you think about the fraud detection? What Voyance is trying to do? We really like to hear from you. Please email us podcast at techpoint.africa. And you can also tweet at us. Our Twitter handle is techpoint.ng. That's techpoint.dotng. You can also tweet it with the hashtag techpointafricapodcast. If you tweet it that hashtag, we'll see your tweets and then we'll engage you. And yeah, we'd really like to hear from you. And don't forget, if you are listening for the first time, you can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, you can get it on SoundCloud, you can get it on Stitcher, you can get it on 
Spotify. If you are not in Nigeria, you can get it on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, anywhere else you get your podcast. Anywhere you get podcast, you can even get the RSS feed. You can go to podcast.techpon.africa and you know click and on any of those icons to get. Um, Nifemi, do you have any parting words? Parting words. I'm I'm happy that we get to record this in the studio. And, well, <laughs> maybe that will keep us going for another. We don't have many weeks. We have to record from our homes again. <laughs> from our homes again. In all, we want us to keep the strength on. Don't give up. This too will soon be over. Some economies are opening up, so we hope Nigeria will be the next. Yes, we hope so. Thanks for those nice words, Nifemi. <laughs> and we're apologizing, apologizing in advance that <laughs> for next week's episode, the audio quality. Yeah. We hope you'll still keep listening with us. Yeah, personally, apologize too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to stay safe, please. Stay safe. If you have to step out, if, only if you have to, try and make sure you social distance. If you don't have a car and you have to um, um, public take public transport, try and make sure you, you social distance. So, but if you if you don't have to, please just stay at home. Please stay at home. So we'll catch you guys later. Have fun and Bye. take care. Bye. Bye.